This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the 13th Sunday of Ordinary Time, the 1st of July. Last weekend I spent a very interesting few days in Romania. We have a couple of priests working here and they invited me to attend the ordinations of 20 priests of their diocese of Yash. I stayed in the seminary, which is full of young prospective priests, and had a thoroughly enjoyable time meeting the bishops and priests, talking to them and getting a better understanding of their faith and culture. For many uninitiated, Romania might conjure up images of Dracula and wild dogs, which, like any stereotyping, is unfair and far from reality. Catholics form just 5% of the population, the majority being Eastern Orthodox. Romanians are now the fastest growing ethnic group in our country, and they bring with them strong faith and identity. For me, these occasions bring home the great joy and privilege of being a member of the Universal Church, knowing that we all believe and live the same truths. One of the complaints often heard amongst seminarians, and I heard it last week, was the necessity of having to follow rules which formators have put in place, the following of a timetable, the frictions involved in community life, and all those norms that need to be in place for a harmonious living in community. Now, one of the most rule-laden books, and at the same time intriguing books of the Old Testament, is that of Leviticus. Now, to understand precisely what Jesus is doing when he raises that little girl from the dead, we need to look at this book of Leviticus. It's a helpful background when coming to read the Gospels, because much of what is said and written in the New Testament is said over and against this book of Leviticus. Because in that interesting book, you find a whole list of proscriptions, rules and rituals that define the Jewish people. Much of it is taken up with a description of what is clean and what is unclean, what animals can be eaten and which can't, which kind of things you can do to be acceptable to God and what things to avoid doing. When we read it today, it might strike us as odd or peculiar, all that obsession with rules and regulations. But to be fair, every people has some version of the book of Leviticus. Every group has a series of rules and regulations by which they are defined. Even those parts of the book of Leviticus that we might find vaguely amusing or puzzling, those lists of clean and unclean foods, are actually part of our own way of living. Go through most health magazines, watch TV shows and commercials with all kinds of lists of proscribed foods, foods that we think are unclean or unhealthy. I'm sure you've heard people say, if I eat that, I'll have to spend another 30 minutes on the cross trainer. That's a machine in the gym for the, those who are unfamiliar. Actually, a lot of things that Leviticus says are not, that are not to eat are not good to eat. And a lot of behaviours that it says are not good to engage in are actually good not to engage in. Every culture has some version of the book of Leviticus, and we do have this ourselves. So consider the daughter of Jairus. A synagogue official comes to Jesus, a very high figure in society, and he kneels before Jesus. He begs that he might come and cure his daughter, who is on the point of death. 
But while on the way, they send a message telling the official not to bother Jesus because the girl has died. The book of Leviticus says, No one shall define himself with a dead person except for his nearest relatives. One of the most dangerous situations for the book of Leviticus is to touch a corpse. To touch a dead person would render you dramatically unclean. So they say, don't trouble the teacher. In fact, don't let him come in here because as she is dead, he will be rendered unclean. But Jesus dismisses their protestations and says that she is only sleeping. They ridicule him, but he dismisses them and goes in with her parents and three disciples and bends down and touches the dead girl. That is proscribed explicitly by the book of Leviticus. So he is unclean. A pious Jew would never do that. But in fact, his touch brings her back to life and renders her clean. So what's the point, the link between these laws of the Jews and what St Mark is saying? It would seem that he's saying Israel is being redefined as a people. Up to this point, the book of Leviticus defined who the Jewish people were by following all those rules and rituals. But now all of that is overcome, superseded by the gestures of Jesus. The church, which is the new Israel, is being defined in relation to Jesus. It's not so much the regulations of Leviticus that matter, now it's our relationship to Jesus. We have to do what he does. What does he do? He reaches out to those who are suffering. He reaches out to those who are excluded and marginalised. He reaches out to the dead and brings them back to life. That is the law now that we follow. That's the law of the new Israel. That's the law of the church. Faith in him, conformity unto him, doing what he did. And that's now how we are defined as a people. And the one human being who was never unclean in any sense was the mother of Christ, God's mother and our mother. Looking at her, we see what God's touch did, preserving her from original sin from the first moment of her existence, so that she might be for us always a symbol of the new Israel. Let us pray. The God who through the grace of adoption chose us to be children of light, grant we pray that we may not be wrapped in the darkness of error, but always be seen to stand in the bright light of truth through Christ our Lord.